and hope is hard to find. A new collection of real-life stories from Fox News's Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Order now at foxnewsbooks.com. From the birthplace of radio's greatest era, now from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. The millionaire maker, Hillary Kramer. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other, united to bring back new york now live from studio 111 here's kevin mccullough it is kevin mccullough and looky there it's lady quintessential herself lady quintessential christine nicholas i'm telling you uh christine there this week had too much in it and not enough time and i know that you had the same kind of week so uh let's let's talk a little bit about it we and some of our guests are going to allude to this but you did a lot of uh, stuff that we're going to talk about on the actual show tonight. What was your week like? Started out at the Broadway Hall of Fame opening. Then the next day was the Museum of the Broadway, of Broadway which you mentioned. I also had the Broadway Association luncheon, yep. which Steve Cuso, our good friend, interviewed the city planning commissioner, Dan Grodnick. That was fascinating talking he about all He didn't take it personal that I didn't show up for his, uh, the, his MC day. He's furious at you. I, that's he, what I, I thought. Mean, he's, he's not going to speak to me again. You. Yeah, we might have to have him come back just so he can vent his anger. (laughs) No, it's all good. But it's it was just a whirlwind of a week. Um, New York felt alive. It was really nice. Traffic was crazy. I was out in Brooklyn last night for the Friends of Firefighters. This is an organization that helps firefighters get mental health uh, counseling for free and confidentially. And that was a huge party out in Brooklyn. But you know, we had to take the subway out. Josh and I went because we heard the traffic reports that it was like gridlock Thursday and, and it was just insane. So um, but that was really a lovely event. And uh, how about you? You, I was stuck. I was in the city. Yeah, you kind of did city Earth. stuff. I was doing some more national stuff, but um, in Atlanta. So the reason I didn't go to your Broadway Association luncheon, which I would never have missed, except that I was out of the physical uh, geographical arena, and I have trouble with geography anyways. I'm sure we'll get into it at some point tonight. Um, I was in Atlanta at the historic Fox Theater. Now, it's a, pr- oh. it's a pretty famous theater. That is uh, a famous theater. And the third season of something called The Chosen uh, is coming out in theaters tonight, um, the, Friday for the weekend, but they're releasing episodes one and two of season three, if you've not heard of The Chosen, but maybe you're thinking, that sounds familiar, uh, it's the story of how Jesus uh, called his disciples, but it is not told from a typical kind of cheesy faith-based, uh, nothing you've ever seen in terms of faith media w- would accurately describe this. It's much it's much more like literally the drama This Is Us from NBC in terms of like the, the telling of the story about the characters and how deep you get into them and and you really start to care about these people. Well, they had their season three. Uh, they do teal carpet because their logo's in teal. So they did a teal carpet uh, premiere and uh, it was there. And then the next night, 
There's a new animated kid series coming out called Wing Feather Saga that's going to be all over the place, um, and uh, several other productions from the same company. Um, and that was in Nashville, so I had to go uh, wow. early morning flight in uh, to Atlanta, do a whole media junket all day there. Got in bed about twelve thirty, caught a six fifteen flight to Nashville, did another whole day there. Last yesterday, got here, had a, an event in the city last night that wasn't as uh, public; it was more of a private thing. But that that went until late. I don't know which end is up, and if I even make it through the show tonight, it'll be a miracle. But uh, yeah, and uh, lots of cool things. And if you want to check out the Chosen, you can go to um, thechosenseries.com, dot com. I think. They have their own proprietary app, and you can watch the first two seasons absolutely free just through the app. And it's shot in 4K, and it's beautiful. They shot it; all, they shot a lot of it on location, et cetera. So very, very cool. As we're coming into Christmas season, people might want to yeah, check that out. So yeah. Fascinating. Look, anything that you can do to sort of bring characters to life, or not characters, but, you know, like historical figures to life. I mean, my kids have gotten such an appreciation for American history, for example, because of Hamilton, right? Yeah. Because they actually got to understand their backstory, right? So... I think I think it's very important. Well, the same producers that did The Chosen have another series. And if you think, I don't know if you're into um, uh, Phineas and Ferb or if your kids ever were, but mine are just addicted to it. Think Phineas and Ferb teaching general <laughs> pro-American history. So everything from civic responsibility to, you know, patriotism to, you know, the great moments uh, in you know our wars and how we won, you know, different things in the past. But it's kind of what these Phineas and Ferb characters called the Tuttle Twins. And that's <laughs> I got a sneak preview of that next season. Their, their second season is out. So I'm and this is my coolest thing yet. I didn't even I forgot about this. I can't believe I was going to mention it. I met Ariel. Ariel in, Ariel. in Broadway, Ariel or Ariel. The under the sea. No, Ariel. The only the only, yeah, under the sea, but the only the, the original jody benson she's ah. she's the mom character voice in the wing feather saga and i sat down with her ah. for a private eight minute uh, cool. maybe we'll roll that out at some point we'll play the audio from mm -hmm. from uh, jody benson but uh not tonight we go, we're too packed we're talking broadway tonight how yeah. is it christine that it was 2022 before someone opened a yeah. museum of broadway what's that about yeah, let's find out when we have our guests on who are the uh, creators of the Museum of Broadway. Because everything exciting. has its own museum now, right? I mean, just about. Like, like there's the Cockroach Museum in Kilimanjaro, <laughs> Washington, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, the, everything has a museum. How yeah. does Broadway not have a museum? I don't know. We'll find out. But speaking of Broadway and Times Square, there was yeah. another thing that I went to yesterday, which uh, you would enjoy um, the grand opening of the Brooklyn Deli in Times Square. And um, I knew this was coming. I want to go. Yeah. Well, you know what? In honor of National Reuben Day, which, of course, you knew, uh, you know, that November 17th is National yes. Reuben Sandwich yes. Day. This is they, me drooling um, now. Yes, they, they named a pastrami Reuben um, in honor of Willie Loman, okay, from Death of Salesman. And they had the Wendell Pierce, who is <laughs> on Broadway right now, starring in The Death of the Salesman. And I mean, just an amazing actor with an amazing background. And he and Shelly Fireman teamed up together and they took the first bite and they cut the ribbon and the Brooklyn Deli is open. It's on 43rd Street, right off of Broadway um, in the Paramount Building, 1501 Broadway. Um, so it is just fabulous. And it has 145 seats. So it's not like a grab. It can be grab and go. But it doesn't have to be. You can sit there and say, um, I want to have what she's having. 
which I'll talk to you about <laughs> in my tourism tips. But there's a what there's a, a joke to that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I, I think everybody it. knows where that joke came from. But mm-hmm. uh, yes, and there was a diner involved in that. Well, I've always yeah. been a big fan of Shelley's work at, at all of his places. I love uh, the steak place across the street from uh, Carnegie Hall. Well, I no, love Bon 45. Oh, Trattoria the, Delarte and Red Eye Grill. Red Eye Grill. Love the okay. Red Eye Grill. In fact, uh, there's a big Christmas show at Carnegie I go to each year, and usually we bring three or four uh, families with us to go see it because it's, it's all Christmas carols and kids love to sing them. So we, we, uh, we usually do dinner at the Red Eye Grill and then walk across the street to Carnegie. Um, but, yeah, Bon 45 and the Brooklyn Diner. Uh, the first yeah, time and now that, the Brooklyn Deli. And now the Brooklyn Deli. Do they have the 15-bite hot dog at the Brooklyn Deli? No, they don't. But they, they have these amazing sandwiches, and they have, oh, my goodness, when you come in, they've got the showcase of, the, of this cheesecake with the strawberries on top and the chocolate oh. cheesecake. Oh, so I mean, hungry. it. It's just crazy. I mean, it, it looks so delicious. I can't you, wait to go back. You're making it rain in my mouth right now. This is just I not know. even fair. I know. <laughs> that pastrami Reuben sounds so good on an empty stomach. Yeah, they have um, a corned beef Reuben, too, for those of you who prefer less. If you're a I snob, if you're a snob, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to have the, the corned beef. Um, <laughs> yeah, they've got it, too. Okay, cool. Uh, and it's open now. And 145 seats? There's not any other deli in New York that has 145 seats, is there? Not anymore. I mean, like the Carnegie Deli and the Stage Deli, they were pretty big. But this one in Times Square, you know, it's it's perfect for groups, too, sure. right? So, And uh, when we were in there in strolls on the first day, Dame, uh, Dana Amendola from Disney. I mean, you know, so the Broadway crowd is there. And I, I, I hope it's going to become one of these go-to spots for the Broadway crowd. Well, and just if you're in uh, Times Square at all, uh, check it out. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, that should be fun. Wow, what a busy week. And we survived, and we made it to Radio Night Live, and here we are. Uh, we've got Broadway to talk about. We've got beautiful Lightscape to talk about for your holiday celebrations. Mm-hmm. And Christine's got tips. It's all straight ahead on the funnest night in radio, Radio Night Live. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. The November election is now on us. Do not sit this out. We need you. Make sure you're registered. Make your plan. Make a difference for your vote. The following is a paid political announcement. Crime and congestion pricing. Those are the only guarantees if Kathy Hochul gets reelected. We'll get the same old story why our streets and subways are more dangerous and have to pay $23 commuter tax just to drive to work. But we can change things. We can elect Lee Zeldin as our governor. Vote now in early voting or on Election Day, November 8th, for Lee Zeldin for governor. The only chance we have. Paid for by Save Our State NY, Inc. This communication was not expressly authorized or requested by any candidate or by any candidate's political committee or any of its agents. Find yourself turning on the news and feeling hopeless? Open borders, spending gone crazy, more mandates, lockdowns, inflation. There is something you can do. Buy from companies that believe what you believe. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer broad nationwide coverage using the same towers as all the major carriers. Patriot has plans to fit any budget, and their 100% U.S.-based team provides exceptional customer support. More importantly, Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, your conservative rights, sanctity of life, and our veterans and first responder heroes. Go to PatriotMobile.com Gorka or call 972-PATRIOT. 
Get free activation with the offer code GORKA. Always special discounts for veterans and first responders and for multi-line accounts. Support a company that loves America and shares your values. PatriotMobile.com slash GORKA. That's PatriotMobile.com slash GORKA. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt for Key City Capital. Go there at keycitycapital.com slash Hugh. You've heard me on my radio show with Charlie Dombeck. Now, Charlie has been a practicing CPA for 30 years. He is one of the founders of Key City Capital, and the reason he did so is they wanted to be wealth acceleration experts. Charlie begins by looking at your taxes to see if you've paid too much money over the past few years. He then suggests to you investments. This is an offer to sell. This is just telling you that Charlie can be trusted. A bunch of investments that will have great returns if they perform as they did in the past, and there's no guarantee of future performance, of course. But it'll help you structure your tax situation, generate tax-free cash flows. Let Charlie protect your wealth, lower your tax liability. So many of our listeners have connected with him. Connect with Charlie today at keycitycapital.com slash you. That's keycitycapital.com slash you. You can trust Charlie. You can trust Key City Capital at keycitycapital.com slash you. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Call in to the Joe Piscopo Show. And let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boca Raton. Your show is, in my opinion, the great American story. Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show. You guys put together a team. I love your show. Everybody's beautiful. We're very hey. fortunate to have a great American story. Hey. Joe Piscopo. Uh, Joe Piscopo. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970. The Answer. The Eric Metaxas Show, tonight at 11 on AM 970. The Answer. And now, back to Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin McCullough. Thank you, Lonnie Perkins. Appreciate uh, the expertise there in the voiceover department. Always good to have you on a Friday, friend. And Christine, it's always fun to be paired together again with you. And if they weren't listening in the first segment, don't forget... We've got this big show from Times Square coming up. What's the date on that? December sixth. It's a Tuesday. Yeah, it's, we're going to be it's on a Tuesday night. Yeah, we're going to be really on Linda's. Excited. We're 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 globbing onto Linda's show uh, that night. So I'm hoping she you know is okay with all that. But anyway, it should be fun. Two hours from uh, Times Square, and we're looking forward to being with some of you in person that night. But speaking of Broadway and Times Square and all the fun things that are going on, we started talking about this a couple of weeks ago, Christine. The new Museum of Broadway is open. And tonight we've got the co-founders. Why don't you introduce Julie and Diane for us? Absolutely. We are so pleased. First time visitors to Radio Night Live, Julie Boardman and Diane Nicoletti. We want to congratulate you, you women. Unbelievable. You were able to open up the first ever Museum of Broadway, and it's in Times Square. Um, I went to the opening. I went to I saw the ribbon cutting. You had a fabulous turnout. And, you know, going through the exhibits, it was just fabulous. So I'm so pleased that 
you know, as a Broadway geek, basically, you know, as chairman of the Broadway Association, finally, there's a place to go and really understand the wonderful history of that Broadway has and the importance it has to New York City. So welcome to the show. And I just wanted to get your take on, you know, what was the inspiration um, for this and why why hasn't New York had one of these before? I know we've had some exhibits at the Museum of the City of New York and the Historical Society, but we've never had like a standalone brick and mortar museum. So thank you for making it happen. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, it was uh, a lot of it was uh, this lady next to me, Julie Boardman, uh, who came up with the idea and one night we were having like cocktails and basically she was like, why is there not a museum of Broadway? And we both come from the event and experiential space. And I just thought it was brilliant. I was like, why isn't there? What what could we do to actually make this happen? And we just started whiteboarding, having a lot of conversations, brainstorming. And, you know, it was a five-year journey and a lot of collaborators on this project. But we're just so pleased that we finally were able to, to open the doors and bring people in. And the reception's been pretty great so far. So As much as I love the fact that this began over a set of cocktails uh, in someone's crazy idea. <laughs> idea i have to ask all three of you this because most of you know that are listening christine was mayor giuliani's liaison to broadway and really she she was charged with getting it open the day after 9 11 and he said go get it done and she was the one that did that so you three are probably the most positioned to answer this question but what year did did what we know as broadway actually begin how far back does it go in, in New York City, the first documented performance of theater um, was back in the 1700s. Um, okay, so, that's what I wanted to know. So it, yeah, all but these I don't other think... things, but hold on, all these other things came later. Football, baseball, the Smithsonian, <laughs> everything that's got a Hall of Fame and a museum has been around far less years. How, yeah. Back to Christine's idea, how did it come down to 2022 and two girls having cocktails before somebody did something about this? Yeah, no, it's so interesting. Um, it's, a, it's a really good question and one <laughs> we're curious of, too. I think, um, you know, the, again, the, the first theater in New York was in the 1700s, but I don't think Broadway as we like know it today. You know, the theaters actually started in the financial district and it took some time until about the, you know, late 1800s, early 1900s when the theaters got to where we are, you know, today in Times Square, it was then called Longacre Square. And then they actually changed the name to Times Square um, because the New York Times building was there. Yeah. Um, but it, it was downtown and then it migrated north along this dirt road that was Broadway, you know, so, so, and there were some white lights that, you know, the brush arc lamps that literally lit the road because this is like, as electricity was getting going. So it's just, you have to think back that far and, you know, I don't, it wasn't called Broadway back in the 1700s, sure, but sure, you sure. know, the, the theaters actually just migrated North to what we know now today as um, Times Square and Broadway. And so I think people think of Broadway starting really around the 1900s, but you know, there was theater prior to that in New York in these theaters moving north along um, along Broadway. So and some so we of have the things you'll learn four... if you go to the Museum of Broadway, you know, yeah, exactly. one, of the, one of the little tidbits. Yeah, um, yeah. It's more than a tidbit, actually. I mean, you know, Kevin, they have this amazing start when you walk into the museum, you go into a, a theater to see, um, I guess you call it the map room. You know, tell us a little bit about that because it kind of outlines a little bit 
what you spoke about, but it also has these fabulous images. Yeah, so that exactly what um, what you just shared and, and what Julie was explaining, the history of how the theater district really sort of came to be, or at least present day theater district came to be, is done via about a four minute uh, video that's projected onto this deconstructed cityscape. Um, and it's it's meant to be colorful and fun. So it's you know, that's the the ethos, if you will, of the entire museum is that visual storytelling. So you really understand these various stories, this being one of them with the map room, um, visually, even if you aren't, you know, if you're from another country and you're hearing um, and you're just seeing and not necessarily hearing. We also have an app actually for translation services, but nice. um, but it is it's a it's a really great it's a really great way to get that, you know, quick tidbit of history of New York history and Broadway history. So some people would probably argue and say that there's already a Broadway Hall of Fame and it's called Sardis and it's got you know, <laughs> all the pictures. But do, in all honesty, is there going to be kind of um, a formal induction of, you know, I don't know who you would consider to be the all time Broadway greats? And will that will that be updated as time goes by? You know, there will be certainly people from the earliest days that you'd want to recognize in the first class. But is that something the museum will uh, take on in terms of how it grows and continues forward? I, I mean, I, I, I was just going to say left I, speechless. Well, I think that the way that we structured the museum isn't necessarily there's it's, it's not a hall of fame in the sense of there isn't a a room or an area where we list out every single name that should get accolades for being on Broadway. We do that through the timeline and we do that through storytelling. Yeah. Um, but it's a great idea. I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll have like our own Hollywood Walk of Fame in New York with, you know, people that are within Times Square. But I think that's another project. It's another think... thing that we could open up. Yeah, there already is actually something... a theater. Yeah. There is a theater hall of fame already within the Gershwin theater. They each year induct new playwrights into it. Um, so, you know, but it's not perhaps. It was actually I, on Monday night. They, yeah, they, they just the did. Monday night. I happened to be there. Yeah. So the oh, fact great. that they did it Monday night and then on Tuesday you opened the museum, I thought I was wondering if that was timed uh, in a way. Lynn nodded was, also. She was inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. And then, of course, she was, um, she was at your opening night party on, you know, last week. She so, was. Yeah, she's yeah. a friend of mine. She's yeah, really yeah. terrific. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Well, the uh, trumpet kicked in. That means we're going to break. Uh, when we come back, uh, I'm not giving up on this idea because I think that there's a there's a there's a kernel here. If you got the Museum of Broadway and the Gershwin Theater and the Tony Awards, you could have a perfect storm whereby you inducted the class, um, you know, and you could even have posthumously uh, recognized people and so forth. But, like, I think there's some synergy here. It's the coolest thing that's opened uh, in the Broadway community in some time. It is the Museum of Broadway, and you've got to go see it. You've got to learn all about things that you didn't know, like me, where the uh, theater came from and how it came up the dirt road called broadway i just love the explanation any more more to come stay with us it's radio night live don't go anywhere hi kevin mccullough i know it's hard to believe in fact it's mind-blowing but the holidays are going to be here before we know it so why not make them truly memorable this year on board the atlantis yacht with new york cruises Captain Fred, the amazing staff, go above and beyond on every detail. 
Whether you've been put in charge of planning the office Christmas party or looking to do something exciting for New Year's Eve, why not take the party off land and onto sea? It's the best place for a 360-degree view of New Year's Eve's fireworks. And speaking of New Year's, I can't think of a better place to pop the question to that special someone in your life than on the Atlantis. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, wedding, engagement, anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar, bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today. Or just go to newyorkcruises.com. When the Dow drops 3,000 points in one month, many investors pull out. They play it safe, convert to cash. But here's the thing. Millionaires are made during downturns. Think about it. You want to buy a stock when it's undervalued, not overvalued. But how do you know what to look for? Recognize the cyclical patterns of the market? Stockcharts.com, the most comprehensive online stock charts. Knowledge is power. Go to stockcharts.com and sign up for a free 30-day trial. You'll not only have the ability to track trends and set buy or sell alerts with specific stocks, but you'll also get access to their entire resource library and advice from their expert commentators. Like I said before, millionaires are made with every downturn, but they're smart. They do their research. And they have the best tools. Stockcharts.com is the best tool for technical analysis, period. Sign up for free today at Stockcharts.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Our hosts tell them like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, The Answer. Now, back to Radio Night Live from New York. Here's Kevin McCullough. Well, if you have always wanted to go see the Museum of Broadway, it's finally now here. So you can you can scratch that off your bucket list by coming in. Tickets are really reasonable. $39 for uh, time and uh, flex tickets are $49. And a portion of each uh, goes to the, the kind of Broadway um, uh, charity of choice. They've been doing this for years, but uh, Broadway Cares... Uh, and it's such a great operation. We are speaking tonight with our very special guests, uh, the two co-founders of the uh, museum, Julie Boardman and Diane Nicoletti. Uh, ladies, thanks again for spending your Friday night with us. We know you got a lot of things you could be doing, so hanging out with us is kind of mm-hmm. cool. Um, when you when you go through this, walk us through as though somebody's listening. Maybe they're getting the podcast of the show and they're planning their bucket list trip to New York, and they're like, "I got to stop there." What will they experience when they walk in the door? Help us see it through your eyes. Yeah, so the first room that you come into, um, well, so you check in and you're welcomed. You come up the stairs or the elevator, but we have kind of this backstage feel um, to the experience as people are coming up. You start on the third floor um, and we want to show people a little bit of like what it feels like backstage in a Broadway theater, which the dressing rooms are not on the ground level. They're old buildings, so everything is up a couple flights of stairs. So we've played with that there and given some fun trivia. Um, then you come into a room that is everything that's currently running on Broadway today. Um, so that'll continuously be changed out, but we just want to show people that there are 41 Broadway theaters and they're not always full at every moment, but the vast majority of them are. And there aren't just the top shows that most people can name. There's so many like wonderful plays and musicals and shows you may not actually know of because they're just getting started. So we want to, you know, make some awareness in that room, I suppose. 
Um, then you'll go into the map room, which we were talking about a bit before, but it's the history of the theaters in New York City um, done through projection mapping. Um, from there, you then start walking the timeline of Broadway, um, you know, starting, it's basically the timeline of New York's theater, like starting in the 1700s, you walk all the way through to present day. And we curated the idea of the timeline around this thought that we stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. So had all these people not pioneered and broken ground and um, taken risks along the way, we wouldn't actually have the art like Hamilton wouldn't be possible today had all these people not pushed, you know, along the way. And even that show is continuing to break ground and try new things. Um, it's like an ever evolving art form. Um, so you're walking through and then you get to an exhibit, um, which is dedicated to some of the shows that help to change the landscape of Broadway. So they might have brought in a new audience or changed the form, pushed us forward. Um, and so we stop there and you get really immersed into what that show was and mm. why it was so important in history. There's artifacts coupled with the experiential, immersive, interactive nature of some of the exhibits. Um, and each of those are designed by different artists or a Broadway designer who's helped to bring them to life. Um, so you'll continue this pattern of timeline wall and then exhibit, timeline wall exhibit as you go through until you get to present day. Then you knock on a stage door and you go backstage into how do you make a Broadway show and what are all those different jobs you could have? Um, you don't actually have to be an actor. You could, you know, do so many things. You could be a general manager. You could be a press agent. You could be a dresser. You could be a scenic designer. Um, you could be. You could work in the box office. You could or take the tickets, or you could be a or you could be a Tony award-winning producer. We we yes. kind of didn't mention that, but congratulations on company. Oh, um, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, it was wonderful to be part of part of the show and bringing it back with a new spin. Um, and I love the company exhibit you have there, by the way. I, you, you know, you can yeah. sit down with the birthday cake and the 35. The, there's a lot of opportunity for Instagrammable moments, you know, yeah. which is a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. Yeah, you can immerse yourself into a lot of these different shows. And just like you said, you can, you know, sit on. We have the chairs that were actually used in the Cabaret Revival in that room. And you can pose on them and wear the hat. You can. And the producers. Um, I sat behind the desk. Yeah. Can I can I see uh, um, Sarah Jessica Parker in her Annie wig? That's that's was that was on the list. Oh, we have no. we have some stuff about Annie, yeah, and that's a fun fact. A lot of people don't know that yeah. that she was actually Annie in Annie Trivia on Broadway. Question. Which Annie was she? What what order was she in? Do you Ooh, know? I, I don't. think it was I think it was number five, but I could be wrong. Number five. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to we'll, check yeah. on that. We'll, we'll have check to check on that and get back. Come back. Hey, ladies, you know what would <laughs> be fun <laughs> is if we brought the show to the museum, Christine, one of these uh, nights uh, in yeah, the future. Yeah, we could do trivia but, night oh, there. That would be congratulations fun. on all the success, and I hope that you just get overrun with people coming in to, to learn more about it. I know I'll be bringing the family in soon, so uh, thank you so much for uh, coming on with us tonight. We appreciate it. Yes, of thank you for having us. You got it. All right, when we come back, we're going to go up north. We're in uh, Midtown. We're going to go to the Botanical Gardens. Stay here.
Listen up, ladies. There's finally a probiotic created just for women. Probiotic HX Women is formulated to include clinically proven strains of probiotic to optimize vaginal pH and create a normal bacterial environment in the body. Many women have experienced an imbalance in the vaginal microbiome and know just how bothersome it can be. Our formula contains a powerful combination of healthy bacteria to promote urinary tract health and helps to restore healthy vaginal flora. Containing lactobacillus strains shown to be effective in targeting the bacteria that cause UTIs. Take advantage of this limited time offer. Buy one bottle of Probiotic HX Women at retail and get the second bottle free. Contact Invite at 800-673-2345. That's 800-673-2345. Taking care of all aspects of your health is important to women. Call now, 800-673-2345. That's 800-673-2345. Hi, this is Joan Herman, host of Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life's Conversations with Joan. Conversations with Joan focuses on topics that are important to your life. Every Sunday night, some of the world's most inspirational and influential people join me to discuss health and wellness, professional development, and personal well-being. They share their insights, tips, and strategies so you can thrive and live your best life now. Take time for yourself. Tune into Conversations with Joan every Sunday night at 10 p.m. right here on AM 970 The Answer. If you miss a show, be sure to visit our website so you can listen on demand. And while you're there, read our digital magazine and take part in our book club. Visit CYACYL.com. That's CYACYL.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Eric Metaxas is upset with the corruption. It's hard to, to talk about for me. The corruption in this White House, the corruption in our government, it is vile. It stands against everything the founders uh, pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor uh, to guarantee for us. The Eric Metaxas Show, weeknights at 11 on AM 970. The answer. The following is a paid political announcement. Hi, this is Frank Pallotta, Republican candidate for United States Congress here in New Jersey's 5th District. I'm not just running to return my district to Republican hands. I'm running to represent all of the people in my district, including seniors, veterans, small businesses, and everyone who longs for real bipartisan leadership. I've just launched a weekly radio talk show on AM 970, The Answer, called Frankly Speaking. Our show will air at 10 a.m. on Sundays, so please tune in. We'll be discussing the issues that are relevant and critically important to all of us here in the 5th District and across the great state of New Jersey. If you'd like to know more, please visit my website, at frankfornj.com that's frank the number four nj.com where you can follow our campaign catch up on all the issues and if you like what you see please feel free to donate if you have any questions please contact our offices at 201-783-8801 thank you this is frank Pilata, and i approve this message did you listen to our podcasts hear them now on our website at am 970 the What a little moonlight can do. It's Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin McCullough. All right, go ahead. I know you're trying to, 
you want to give me a hard time about this. I confused my Bronx with Brooklyn. I went the wrong direction in the uh, throat of the last break, Christine. It's okay. You can take a yeah. pound of flesh out I, here. I, I, don't, I, I don't think I, I, I did well. I think I think the problem is that you were, you know, it's this time of night. You're getting a little hungry or thinking of going to Arthur Avenue in the Bronx and then so excited because our guest is from the Botanical Garden. But uh-uh-uh, you got your bees mixed up. Yep. Brooklyn is south. Bronx is up. Benipee, another bee, is well, our guest. You know what's night great about the New York Benipee. area is that there's more than one great botanical garden. So that you is know, true. That is true. Thing. But tonight, tonight hey, Adrian, we're good to have you train. back. Thanks for being here. So yeah. glad to be back here. It, you know, it's uh, every season. I feel like I should be on your show. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, you we'll make a note of that. <laughs> I should be the December. harbinger of each season, like on, on each solstice. I think I think that's right. Each equinox and solstice, I should be your special guest. Well, didn't you have some connection to the other botanical garden at one point? Yes, I did. I um, so you were not entirely wrong. I worked at the New York Botanical Garden in the Bronx uh, in the early '90s for the great Gregory Long, when we were just uh, rescuing it from some pretty moribund times and turning into a world-class garden again. Hmm. And uh, I, I actually, small world story, not well known. I, with a colleague, invented the Holiday Garden Railway Show, the train show up there. Oh, nice. Holiday standard, yeah. yeah. A fan favorite. That's a good. family fan favorite. We go every year. We love it. Yeah, that was, uh, it was it was a very quiet place in the winters there, as it was here. And Gregory Long challenged us to come up with, what do you do to bring this place to life and bring families here? Like the golden the golden goose for, um, the goose that lays the golden eggs for things like botanical gardens as family audiences and we weren't getting that so yeah. just a total serendipity found out about this hobbyist group that makes large-scale model trains in living garden settings like miniature landscapes we thought how do we make this like holiday like and uh, we thought about the historic house trust and the great historic landmarks of new york and like but make it look like little fairies made it you know so with <laughs> twigs and acorns and stuff and we found this genius down in kentucky who um knew how to do that and so the rest was history and that was 1992 huh. i think wow and they're still That's doing so cool. it yeah they're still doing it and adrian benepee thank you so much for doing that because not only did you help get people to the garden in the winter but you also the whole ecosystem up in the bronx is thriving because of it arthur avenue even the zoo the competitor uh yeah. they're doing it but tonight we want to talk about what's going on in brooklyn because uh this week you opened up a fantastic lightscape exhibit which i happened to go to uh, with my colleague wendell jameson and Pauline stepinski um and we just had a fabulous time i didn't go last year but if you can do what you did for the bronx in brooklyn this is going to become a very hot ticket folks so get it now get in on the ground level but um adrian tell us about what's going on in brooklyn at the brooklyn botanical garden well um what i'd like to say is we've kind of already done it last year was the first year of lightscape and we had 152,000 visitors over 37 nights. But we had a model that was started in the United Kingdom and uh, was imported to Chicago four years ago. And we said, let's give this a try. And what Lightscape is, is um, a mile long trail through the woods and landscapes of Brooklyn Botanic Garden. And um, 1 million lights, 22 light installations, light sculptures, accompanied by a musical soundtrack. And it, I would say that it's the biggest best, most technologically advanced, and most beautiful light outdoor lighting exhibition in New York City history. That's what I love about Adrian. He's so modest. You know, he starts yeah, out you know. small, quiet. You know, it's the biggest and the best. 
best. It's the best thing. Well, I do. I am very partial to Spiraldi, and I have to say that's like my favorite Christmas music. It just brings me back to the Peanuts, and you had that lovely yeah. stroll with that. And Wasn't that lovely? Yeah. That's just beautiful. The mold wine made it look even brighter, I have to say. <laughs> the more wine so you wine, and we got spiked hot chocolate. And pick your poison. I'll have to come back. I miss the yeah. spiked hot chocolate. So oh, you don't want to miss Kevin, that. bring the family. We'll have to come back for that one. That's it. Uh, Adult beverages in the swell bottles. Hey, Adrian, um, so what's different about this year's Lightscape from last year? And if you had 152,000, what's success this year? 200,000? That's a, that's a good target number. Well, let's see. You know, it's so what's different this year than last year is pretty much everything. It's 90% different. Two crowd favorites are back but in different locations. One is what they call Winter Cathedral, which is like this tunnel of light. It's this magical space you travel through. And um, we had on the opening night last year, a marriage proposal in that tunnel of light, tunnel of light, <laughs> tunnel of love. Yes. And we had half a dozen marriage proposals there over the course of the run. So we'll see what happens here. And then the other thing is something called Fire Garden, which is literally a garden of fire, live fire. It's really just very high tech candles that can burn through wind and rain and snow. But everything else is brand new, and some of them I, I love. We've, we, we carried out the For the Birds theme. There are three different bird installations of illuminated birds hanging in trees. There's some that look like origami cranes. There's these firebirds with neon red feathers. Then uh, one of my favorites might be, uh, it's a big, like a, think about an abstract Christmas tree, like a big tall triangle made of glass filled with dis spinning disco balls and it's bumping to the sound of LCD sound system song at home. So it's kind of like a mini rave right there in the garden. So that's cool. And then there's these beautiful things called bloom, which are these, they look like very delicate lotus flowers made of thin steel rails that change color continuously. Wow. So lots and lots of things like that. That So it's not just Christmas lights that you walk past and they, they stay one color. They move, they change, they change colors, they change shapes. And uh, the, the landscapes, the trees, the buildings are also bathed in these very warm baths of color. So it's a very immersive experience. It's not just, uh, I love Diker Heights, but it's not Diker Heights. It's, it's a very different experience. <laughs> How about the details? Uh, what time is it open, tickets? All right, yeah. so it's, it opened uh, two nights ago. It's on till January 8th. We have added six nights, so 43 nights between now and January 8th. So it'll be closed Christmas Day, it'll be closed Thanksgiving Day, but otherwise mostly open. Uh, tickets are reserved. You have you can reserve them in advance. You can also get them at the door, but I would advise people to reverse, reserve them in advance, particularly for the peak times, like around the holidays, because the best the, the the earlier times, the evening, the the weekends, they'll sell out pretty quickly. Right? Uh, tickets are forty dollars for adults, twenty for children. There's a discount for members, so you can uh, if you become a member, you can get a twenty percent discount. So that's helpful. All right. I'm sorry, and you can do all of that at bbg.org, Brooklyn Botanical Garden, bbg.org, backslash Lightscape. Or I bet, yes, exactly. I'm just going to lay a wager on this, that if they go to bbg.org, there's a link to Lightscape somewhere on that homepage. I'm just more, guessing. More yeah. Just, just you know, shooting in the dark there. bbg.org, backslash Lightscape will get you right there. 40 for adults, uh, 20 for kids, and discounts for members. Adrian Benepe, uh thank you for being with us. We'll talk to you again soon. We'll see you out on Lightscape. Don't miss it. Now through January 8th. It's, it's the, the nicest thing you can do outdoors in all of New York City. All right. Done. When we come back, uh, Christine's got lots of tips for your weekend. Uh, as the weather's getting a little more chill, what's she going to tell us? We'll find out. 
Do you want your kids to have an edge in school, sports, and overall well-being? Using marijuana underage can derail that. Today's high-potency marijuana can have permanent effects on the developing brain. It can lead to an IQ drop of up to eight points when used regularly. It can slow reaction time in sports and driving. Studies show one in six youth marijuana users become addicted. Your guidance matters. Know the risks and help them stay on track. For more information, visit njpn.org. That's njpn.org. This message is sponsored by the New Jersey Prevention Network and Impact New Jersey and aired in cooperation with the New Jersey Broadcasters Association and this station. Buying a home requires a lending partner who can help you navigate through the mortgage process. A Citizens Bank loan officer can help answer all your questions and help you select the products you need in a clear and personal way. So the next time you have a question about home financing, call 212-857-6668, 212-857-6668, and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizens Bank N.A., NMLS number 433960, Equal Housing Lender. Millions of people all over the world suffer from some form of pain, whether it's lower back pain, hip pain, neck pain, leg pain, pain from a workout at the gym, maybe just aches and pains from life. Hey, we're all there, right? That's why Relief Factor has been such a godsend for me and people all over the world. It's a 100% drug-free approach to solving the pain that you suffer from, and people are loving the results. I woke up after two and a half weeks of taking Relief Factor one morning and realized, Wow, my lower back pain is gone. And you know how I know Relief Factor works? If I travel or if I forget to take it for a few days or a week or two, my lower back pain starts creeping back. It's an amazing product. Let's see if we can get you out of pain. Take three weeks. The 1995 Quick Start is phenomenal. If it doesn't work, after three weeks, you're out 1995. If it does, welcome to pain-free living. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. Or call 800-500-8384 and start the three-week Quick Start with Relief Factor today. Hello? Hey, stranger. Oh, hi. Thank goodness it's you. I was afraid to answer the phone. Why? What's up? The credit card companies are after me. They want me to make payments, and the calls never stop. Ouch. Been there before, but I got help from Trinity Debt Management. Trinity? Yeah. I called, and right away, Trinity contacted my creditors and got my interest rates cut in half. They ended all the late fees and over-limit charges, and they stopped those annoying phone calls. Bet that was a relief. Yep. Then they put me on a plan that consolidated my bills into one easy monthly payment. That way, I paid off my debt fast while saving thousands. Nice. Trinity even showed me how to plan and meet a monthly budget. So now I'm debt-free for keeps. Wow. Do you still have their number? Sure. Here, write this down and call 1-800-990-6976. Can you repeat that? 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. Listen to us online at a am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Once again, from New York, here's Radio Night Live and Kevin McCullough. A man who cannot be trusted with a map, but I'm pretty good with a GPS, so let's, let's just <laughs> leave it at that. Christine Nicholas, my amazing co-host every Friday, and we do have the funnest hour in radio on Friday nights. I don't, I don't know of any place it's more cool to be than Friday Night Radio Night Live. Um, and thank you, Christine, for uh, helping. You know, uh, I, you were able to tell me, yeah, the theater has had a Hall of Fame forever, Kev. Everybody knows about it, but that's okay. You didn't. You didn't say. Well, it you know on what the they air, need? So Maybe they need to do a little bit of publicity. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Might not hurt uh, if sure. if the uh, co-host didn't know about it. But anyway, and I still think it should be a cooperative between uh, the Tonys and the yeah. Theater Hall of Fame and the Museum of Broadway. 
because you yeah, know we'll every organization it. has that kind of stuff. <laughs> anyway, it's tips time, and uh, you promised something about uh, I'll have what she's having earlier, and I'm, I've been dying to know yeah, what that's all about. Do you remember? Yes. Remember? The scene. I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. When Harry met Sally. All yes. right. Well, there's an ex- there's an exhibit at the uh, New York Historical Society on the Upper West Side, 170 Central Park West at 77th Street. It's called I'll Have What She's Having, okay? And it is about um, the history of the Jewish deli and deli culture, pastrami, sandwiches, knishes, bagels, pickles, babka, all of that. It talks about it. So if I'm not making you hungry yet, you will get hungry. And then, of course... You know, you can stroll over if you want to taste the real deal over to the Brooklyn Deli in Times Square. But anyway, it's it's a wonderful exhibit. It's open from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Um, this weekend. Tickets are $22. Learn more at nyhistory.org at the New York Historical Society. Sounds like a deal. So if what else is eat, going on this weekend? Well, if you're going to eat all of that food you're gonna have to walk it off so i mean you know and if you can't get out to the brooklyn botanic gardens which is absolutely fantastic there's also a number of uh winter lantern festivals i think there are four in total um there's a great one in staten island uh where you could take the ferry you could walk around there's another one that's soon to open at the queen's museum there's a couple in uh there's one in city uh field called amaze um i guess that's a that's a little tip to the hat to the Mets. Amaze. It's over at go. City Field. Yep. Love it. And then uh, Luminosity, which is in East Meadow. So the city is ablaze with lights. And uh, guess what else opened? The Rockettes are back at the Radio City Music Hall, the yeah. only place that they would play. Um, that is one of my favorites. Absolutely. The Christmas Spectacular. And they are bringing together to this year the Dance of the Frost Fairies. So every year they try to bring something new to it to keep it fresh. So check out RockefellerCenter.com for more information on how you can get tickets to the Christmas Spectacular starring the Radio City Rockettes. Um, and you wanna, yeah. speaking of the uh, Christmas theme, if you want to sing Christmas carols with 2,000 other New Yorkers, go to uh, Carnegie Hall uh, and get the tickets for the Getty's Irish Christmas uh, show uh, for December 15th. And the McCulloughs will be in attendance. Oh. It's a Christmas tradition for us. Um, but it's really cool having a live band um, and big 400 voice choir and, and the the Gettys. Who, if you've watched their PBS special, you know they're they're Celtic and bluegrass and a little bit mm. of black gospel and it's a whole bunch of influences. But it's really cool anyway. That sounds fun. And you go every year. Every so year, that, that's it's a tradition. Yeah, I have to yeah. try it. Uh, my dad, who's here, Joe Latigano, wants to make sure that he doesn't get the wrath of John Calvelli. Bronx Zoo holiday lights. Don't forget that one too. <laughs> All right, very good. <laughs> I think we got that in the clear. Got it. At least until next week. See ya. All right.